0: Hey, hey, my friend, welcome back to episode two of A Holy Mess Podcast. So funny story, I actually recorded uh, a few episodes and started it with welcome to episode one of A Holy Mess Podcast. And so uh, when we jump into this one, when we dive in, it's going to welcome you to episode one. But clearly this is not episode one. It's take... Two of episode one. So anyway, still trying to figure it out. Um, I re-listened to it and I was going to scratch the whole thing, but then I said, you know what? It's got good content in there and better done than perfect. So just forgive the welcome to episode one when we dive in. Today we are, I'm going to share a little story uh, that spoke to my heart last week about when um, when we're walking through a fiery time, just a painful time in life. Like how do we not let the flame set us ablaze and kind of how Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego from the Old Testament were thrown into that fiery blaze and they came out literally not burned because God protected them. And so figuratively in our own lives, how do we not get burned by circumstances or our emotions or things that we are wrestling with? So anyway, share a few scriptures in there and then kind of bring a couple tacticals about guarding our heart and what that means. How do we break that down? How do we bring it into community? And then, you know, how do we keep going? How do we continue on in this journey uh, to find all the hope and all the joy and all the peace and all the purpose that God has for us? So, so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Welcome to a holy mess podcast. All right, my friends, we all know life can be so difficult and painful at times, especially when we're carrying grief or loss or wrestling with shame about our past, anxiety about our future, or frankly, like we are just not enough. But there has to be so much more for us. There is hope and joy, peace, love, fun, purpose, and a reason that you, my friend, are on this planet. Let's partner with God so you can be who He created you to be as you wrestle through and trudge through your mess. Hi, I'm Danny, a recovering alcoholic, a mom, a wife, a mentor, and dust. We are only here for a moment. Let's live like it. I'm just like you. I'm a holy mess most days. Actually, every day. Let's have some fun and laugh while trudging through our mess. This stuff doesn't need to be dry and boring. Let's dig in. Hello, my friends. Oh my gosh, you guys, today's the day. I can't believe it. Welcome to episode one of a holy mess podcast. I am, I'm so excited. I'm so pumped and I'm so grateful that you are here uh, to join me on this journey. And so, woohoo, I'm so pumped. I have totally been, it's funny. So I have a few other episodes already recorded, but this episode one has just been like, holy moly, just so complicated for me to record. I think I was way overthinking it. I think I wanted to explain my heart and the whole purpose behind this thing and kind of where we're going and the journey and some of the guests we're going to have on. And I was realizing I'm just trying to get too much in episode one. So I'm just going to super simplify this episode and just share my heart and kind of what's been going on in my life the last week or so, and just kind of jump off and jump in. So I'm super pumped. I'm so glad you guys are here. The whole hope behind this podcast is really like, how do we walk as gracefully and as joyfully and as purposeful through our life, right? Life is both holy ground and there are very messy parts of it as well. And I believe, I've come to believe in my life that honestly, the messy parts of our lives are that's like that's the holy ground right that's where god actually shows up and meets us in really big ways and so um that's been my experience especially the last decade when i've kind of been really on this journey of healing and of hope and of recovery and and i've the last 2 years i've been obsessed with hope and with grace and i've been studying it and reading books about it and diving into scriptures and so i'm just my paradigm, like my glasses are filtered through, through grace and the love and the acceptance and the truth of God and his love and his amazing compassion for us. And um, I've just been obsessed with it. And so you guys, I'm so pumped. Uh, I was praying uh, last week and I was, I I mean, I prayed, I prayed today too, but when I was praying last week, (laughs) it hit me. This podcast, really, I'm kind of paying homage to to the healing that God has brought me. And I'm kind of paying, um, respect and honor to just all, just how far Jesus has brought me. I mean, it's a miracle. I'm alive. It's a miracle. I'm in ministry. It's a miracle. Um, I can live a joy filled, hope filled, fun, purposeful life. And I'm so grateful. And that by no means, uh, means that I, I never have rough days or bad days or bad seasons or rough moments. Um, absolutely and i think that's part of the journey is learning to live with both the good and the bad or quote unquote bad of life right so there's there's things in all of our lives that it's it's hard to embrace it's we're wrestling through these circumstances and these even emotions we're wrestling through and it's like how do we live fulfilled lives even in the messy parts of our lives like how do we still have joy and hope and peace that's what we're after with the podcast, right? So we're going to talk about just how do we do this? How do we do this life no matter what the circumstances are and live live more peaceful and more joy-filled and, um, and hope-filled lives? And so anyways, so I wanted to share a little story with you. So I actually just got back from a retreat I got to serve on over the weekend. It was amazing. So just a shout out to my walk to Emmaus family. I, I love that retreat organization and it's always just such an honor to first of all, get any time just away from life to just refocus on Jesus and my heart and and the women in the community of uh, the Walk to Emmaus and that were on the retreat. And so it's just really such a privilege to um, share my heart and to give those messages and that sort of thing and meet with women. And, you know, as I was up there this weekend, I, I was really overwhelmed by kind of the reason why it was originally put on my heart anyways to do this podcast. The the why of this podcast and one of the main pillars one of the main reasons why i want to do this podcast is to let everyone know and to remind everyone during every episode that you are not alone and that there everyone everybody is struggling with something whether it's a circumstance from that they're currently walking through you know something from their history Or, you know, anxiety about the future, like everybody has their stuff. And so it's just really, it was, it it reminded me how much we need each other and how much we need to be reminded, like, we're not alone. We're not the only one struggling and that we're going to get through this and that there's hope to live another day well, and that there's hope for a future and, and all of that sort of stuff. And that's not some Christianese, you know, minimizing what you're currently feeling or currently going through in circumstances, but you guys, the reality is like, we have to take hold of the hope that we have and the, the peace that, that we can access and, and the joy and despite, or even in spite of some really hard situations. And last week I was talking to a friend, she's in her eighties and uh, her husband had passed away about six weeks ago. And we, we were able to have a really long conversation last week. And you know what guys, I was so encouraged because she said, you know, Danny, when uh, my husband died, I always thought it would just bury me and that I would die shortly thereafter. And she said, I'm realizing that it's okay. I'm. She's grieving and she's wa- wrestling through that and walking through that, but she's also, she has peace and she has uh, joy and she has hope and there's just different, it's a different season. And so she just said, I cannot believe the, um, the peace I'm, I have right now. And so It just, it so reminded me, like the things that we think are going to actually bury us and and just consume us. And, um, you know, God wants to meet us there. Um, like I said, it's not minimizing anything you could be walking through or feeling, but as we begin to get perspective and take a step back and see the 30,000 foot view of God's hand, uh, in our life and how much he adores us and loves us and is for us. And we're reminded of those truths think it's just easier to live life that way. And so last week I, so as I was driving up the mountain to go to this retreat, I wanted to share a little story of what happened because I really feel like uh, it just spoke to my heart and I hope it blesses you guys. And so, um, and I hope it speaks to your heart. And so I was driving up the the mountain and it's about a three hour drive from my house. And uh, I take the 166 and then I get off on the 33 and the 33, um, if you've ever been towards Fraser Park from the central coast, it's, a very windy road. There's no cell coverage and it's about 30 miles of just windiness in the mountains. And I you rarely see another car. It's just, it's kind of a scary road. So anyways, I voice texted my hubby and I was like, Hey, I'm hitting 33, you know, because if I don't get to the camp within an hour, please send somebody to come get me. Right. Or, or, you know, come get me. <laughs> and so anyways, so as I'm about to turn the corner, I'm overwhelmed with kind of a situation in my life. Right. And it's not, it's not super tragic. It's just one of those situations that's kind of consumed me of late. And it's just kind of a a hard situation to walk through. And I'm feeling pressure, like a ton of pressure in all these sorts of areas of my life. And, and I was just overwhelmed and I was feeling like just emotionally drained, physically exhausted and kind of spiritually drained. And I'm like, Oh, great. Awesome. So glad I get to go and help lead a retreat (laughs) and help these women. Right. And so I'm like, Jesus, I need you so bad. And actually thought like, man, am I even, should I just turn around? And should I just, you know, call and, you know, say someone's got to fill in for me, you know, like all those things you're wrestling through in your head when you're, when you're just struggling. And so as I'm about to turn the corner on the 33, I get this overwhelming peace in my heart. And I felt like, and it wasn't an audible voice of God, but it was just this, like the presence of God. And I felt, I felt him say, You know, there's fire, it's burning all around you, but you will not be burned by the situation. You will not be burned up by the situation. And you guys, I can't, I mean, I pictured Shadrach, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego in the Old Testament when they were thrown in the fire. And if you don't know the story, these three guys, um, they wouldn't worship or bow down to a king. So they got thrown into the fire and, but they weren't burned. Right. And so they walked out of there just totally unscathed by, by the circumstances. Right. And which was a literal fire. Okay. Now I'm not obviously in a literal fire, but figuratively, spiritually, emotionally, I'm in a, I'm in a really hot season, so to speak. Okay. And I don't know if you can relate, but I'm like, man, this might actually like burn me. Like this might actually ruin me, you know, not ruin me, but you know what I'm saying? Like it's one of those situations. And so as I'm walking through and when I felt that I had just such peace and I was like, oh man, thank you that I'm not going to be burned by this. So I turned the corner on the 33, and I kid you not, I've been on this road, I don't know how many times, I see a sign on the right-hand side, and it says, caution, you're about to enter a dangerous fire zone. And I was like, what? Like, it just was like, you know, confirmation in my heart. And I'm not trying to look for, you know, signs and under every rock, but hello, that was like, it was the timing was impeccable. Okay, so I think there's no coincidences. I think Jesus wanted to give me a message. Okay, okay. So anyways, so I turned that corner, I see that sign and I'm like, man, okay, wow. And like this, it just confirmed I am in a hot season and that's okay. I'm going to get through it. Jesus is with me. I've got my community. I've got my people. I've got, you know, the word, all that stuff that I can, I can press into as I, as I press through the season. And so I go up a little bit further and about a hundred yards from that sign, there's a sign and I knew that it was Bitter Creek, but I never like put it together in my head. So I drove through and around Bitter Creek and it's a literal creek. You can Google it. But anyways, I should have taken a picture. Anyways, but Bitter Creek was really dry. And I was like, again, it spoke to my heart like, oh, my gosh, bitterness makes us dry. And then the fire like it just it it reminded me like allowing myself to get bitter because of a situation or allowing bitterness to like take root in my heart. Like that's, what's going to cause the flames to burn me because it's going to be so dry and flames love dry ground. Right. And so it just was like, okay, I had, you know, Proverbs four twenty three came to mind and it says above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. And I just was reminded, like, I need to guard my heart in this situation. I need to not choose bitterness I need to press into what God actually has for me in this situation. You know, and I was thinking about, I've been studying the book of Ruth and I'm super jazzed. I I love the book of Ruth, but in the book of Ruth, if you don't know the story, Ruth and Naomi, they're widows and it's a long story and we'll dive into it in another podcast. But Naomi, you know, she lost her husband, she lost her sons and lost her property, lost her money, everything, right? So she's, she can't, she had to go back home and when she got home. You know, they were like, oh, my gosh, it's Naomi. And she said, don't call me Naomi, which actually means pleasant one uh, in Hebrew. But uh, she said, call me Mara and Mara means bitter. So it just it reminded me like sometimes our situation or our circumstance, we allow to make us bitter. Right. And so it's that choice to not allow to make us bitter and to actually press in, like, how do I get through the situation and how do I find the good nuggets and the lessons through it? That doesn't mean what we're walking through is good right? It doesn't mean, you know, it rains on the just and the unjust. And sometimes situations are really awful, but how do we, how do we continually not choose bitterness so that we don't get burned up by it? And so I'm having this like revelation. I'm listening to worship music. I'm wrecked. I'm crying. I'm so excited now for the retreat. And I'm like 30 minutes away and I get to the top of the hill and you guys, I get to the top of the hill and you can't make this stuff up. It's Los Padres forest. And I'm like, which means the father in Spanish, right? Did you like my little Spanish accent? <laughs> Thank you, Spanish class in high school. Four years of Spanish, <laughs> actually three years of Spanish. One, woo, thanks, Senor Dean. Anyways, Spanish wasn't my wasn't my cup of tea. Anyways, Los Padres Forest, the Father's Forest. You guys, and it just spoke to my heart. Like sometimes when we're walking through, see, like it's still like God is with us. The Father's heart and His love, and He is for us. And Jeremiah thirty-one-three says for unfailing kindness has drawn you to me and meaning his God's loving kindness drew us to himself. And he continually wants to lavish us with his loving kindness. And yes, that doesn't mean that there's not really hard things, but to be aware and to take a step back and to find perspective that this situation is not going to burn us. It's not going to set us ablaze. And we might feel set ablaze for a bit, but I think as we've as we walk through situations, when we're currently in it, we feel like we're ablaze, right? Because it's hot. But when we get through it, we realize, oh my gosh, I actually saw the hand of God and his love and his grace and his mercy and his provision for me through that. And it always takes a little bit of time. But the thing I wanted to talk about today is like, how do we get through it? Like, what are the tactical ways to get through a burning season? And so, you know, and some of us, sometimes when we're in these seasons, and it doesn't matter if we're in the season because of decisions we've made or consequences of other people's choices. The reality is when you're in the season, you're in the season. And I know some of us, we like to punish ourselves when we're in hard seasons, like I must have done something wrong or, you know, and it's good to take inventory, right? But at the end of the day, it's not helpful to be punitive or punishing of ourselves, of, of situations or whatever we're feeling. And so point number one, I wanted to share was guard our hearts. How do we, how do we guard our hearts? So one of the things I kind of wrote down was I tend to when I'm going through situations, it's like why me, you know, this only ever happens to me, poor me. And, you know, in recovery communities, they've got this um phrase that's kind of funny, but it's like, poor me, poor me, pour me another drink. And it's like, if we if we sit in self-pity for too long, or the why me or the only me or the poor me, like we're eventually going to medicate to get through that season. Right. And so I don't know about you, but in my recovery with with Jesus in in life, I I don't want to medicate, right? Like it's okay to feel feelings. No feelings are going to trample me forever and I'll get through it. And so, you know, putting down my medicators in life, right? It gives me permission to actually feel things and to know that these feelings are not going to consume me and forever, right? That doesn't mean it's, I'm not feeling it right now, but I'm not going to feel like this forever. And to know that I will get through this somehow, right? And so one of the other points, you know, is to bring it into community and bring it into the light and share. And even if you can't quite share the details yet, just say, I'm not ready to talk, but I just I'm going through something. Can you pray for me? You know, and even ask people to respect your boundaries. Like I, I can't share this, but I just it's hard season. Can you pray for me? And, you know, just so that you're seen in in what you're going through, right? And, you know, the more you can share the better at times. But, you know, it's really important that at least somebody knows, somebody close to you knows that you're struggling, right? So they can pray for you, they're arm in arm with you. They're they're with you in it. You know, the other the last point was to keep going. Sometimes we think these seasons or these moments are they cripple us and it's hard to do the next right thing. It's hard to do what we're actually need to do for the day, right? But sometimes the best thing we can do is actually do the next right thing. And my mentor, she says like suit up and show up. Doesn't matter what you're going through, you still show up, you make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for the kids. You, you shower, you go on a walk, um, show up for work, you cook dinner, you cook yourself something healthy. You have a cup of tea, you pray, you turn on worship music. Like there's always something you can do to kind of get through that moment. And I'm not saying don't grieve. Like if you're going through a really hard time, oh my gosh, by all means, you have to grieve. Like I think when we bottle up our grief or our sadness or we we're in denial about it, or we try to cover it up, that's when we get kind of ragey and and just more short tempered. And so like, I'm not saying hide from it or run from it. I'm saying face it. But then at some point during the process, like you have to continue to walk and do the next right thing in your life. And so, so anyway, so that has really, really been speaking to me, um, especially over the weekend and, you know, and, and meeting with women over the weekend reminded me, you guys, again, we are all carrying something, whatever you are walking through right now. I just want you to know, that you will get through it. I don't know how you're going to get through it. I don't know what the circumstances are. I don't know what the situation is, but I do know that there is hope for you to live another day and that God does not want you to live crushed in spirit and, and brokenhearted forever. And everything that is hurting you or or breaking your heart right now, like he literally has every piece in the palm of his hands. And I don't say that in some you know cheesy way. I, I really, I mean it because he wants to care for you and tend to you in these moments, especially in the, in the hard, hard moments. So anyway, so that was on my heart. I just wanted to share that as we jump into this journey, you guys, I just wanted to encourage you with that little, um, that encouraged me this weekend, that, that vision and that word. And so I love you guys. I'm so excited to journey with you. Can I say a little prayer and we'll jump in next time. All right. All right. So father, God, I thank you for this day. Father, I thank you that that you've given us your Holy Spirit to live within us, to help us to get through another day. I thank you that you've given us each other and this community and community in general, God, to get through life with. And so, Father, I don't know what my friend is struggling with specifically, but God, I ask you to meet them in that pain. God, I ask you to, to carry them and to let them plant like hope so deep within them. And I was reminded of that scripture, return to your fortress, you prisoners of hope. And so you guys, we are prisoners of hope. And so, Father God, I just pray for hope pray for peace and I pray for joy just to live another day. It doesn't mean they have to figure it all out. It doesn't mean we have to figure it all out, God, but you have every detail in the palm of your hands and that, um, and you will see us through it. Thank you that you are near to the brokenhearted. And that means you're near to all of us, God, because there's places in all of our lives that are, that are hurting. And so just bless them and fill them by the power of your grace in Jesus name. Amen. God bless you guys. See you next time. Hello, my friend. If this episode blessed you, made you laugh, or triggered you, hey, that's growth. Please do me a favor and share this with a friend. And if you feel led, please leave a written review for the show. That really helps us out. Don't forget you are in good company if you're feeling more broken than you'd like to admit. And you are more loved than you can ever imagine. Have a great week. See you next time.